Hello, explorers, and welcome to Q&A episode 35 of Unbroken. I'm Alexandra Amore, and today our question is, how do I deal with intrusive thoughts about food? And so I'll get to answering that question in just a moment. But first, a little uh, public service announcement. If you're listening to this around the time it goes out, which will be the middle of October, I can't remember the date exactly, always on a Monday. Um, If you're listening to that around that time um, and you would like to receive an advanced copy before anybody else gets it of the new book that I've got coming out about food and resolving our relationship with an unwanted overeating habit, make sure that you're subscribed to my newsletter. So you can do that at alexandraamore.com forward slash insight. Insight is I-N-S-I-G-H-T. And uh, you'll receive a notice from me when I'm uh, going to send out requests um, and offers for anyone who would like an advanced copy of the book. And what else was I going to say about that? Oh, if you're already subscribed, then there's nothing you need to do. Um, you will receive that notice as well. But if you're not subscribed yet, I thought I'd mention it. And um, so you can sign up and you'll receive as a bonus, perhaps, um, the little video course that I've put together called How to Hack Your Thinking and Resolve Unwanted Habits. That's five uh, videos that you receive and it's all self-paced. You can watch it uh, at your own speed and hopefully that will help you um, well as you're exploring um, this understanding as it relates to resolving an overeating habit. So there we go. That's the public service announcement. Now let's get back to the question. So how should I deal with intrusive thoughts about food? And this popped into my head the other day because I used to have this recurring intrusive thought and it went like this. So I'll give you this personal example. I very often if I was dishing out some food and especially if it was something that I really liked um, anything to do with potatoes (laughs) particularly or anything to do with sugar the thought would come to me there's never enough so it would be this it would be sort of a thought and a feeling at the same time a very visceral sense and almost like a little bit of panic So whatever was there in front of me on my plate or that I was dishing out, uh, there was just this feeling that there was never enough, that there could never be enough. And I think that feeling had kind of two edges. There were two edges to that sword. One was about the the amount of food, you know, that it just, it felt like it wasn't going to satisfy me or uh, make me feel better, you know, whatever it was. And then the other edge to that feeling that I felt was a bit of panic about, about the feeling itself, you know, like if I'm, if I'm feeling that, um, there must be something really wrong with me. And what else? I'm trying to get really close to 
what that felt like when it happened. Yeah, it frightened me. It frightened me that I could feel such a powerful feeling about food when it was the one thing that I was trying to resolve. You know, it was the problem that I was trying to fix. And that, and no matter what I did, I would have that um, intrusive, un, unbidden, it was a thought I didn't want to be having. And it would, um, yeah, it came about so often, you know, I had it, I would say nearly every day. And, and there were those two elements, like I said, to the fear around it. So what can we do when we have a thought like that? How can we make it go away or resolve it or manage it uh, so that it doesn't bother us anymore? And here, this really points to uh, the paradoxical nature of this understanding in that what we need to do about that thought is absolutely nothing. So even though it feels, you know, it felt to me like I urgently needed to get rid of that thought. Like if I didn't have that thought, then my relationship with food would be so much better and I would be fixed and the, my overeating habit would go away. So there was this pressure within me to to get rid of that thought and to do something about it and to notice if it had gone away that would be something that I could feel like I had achieved you know that I had made a step forward toward resolving that unwanted habit and what I see now about thoughts like this is well, I guess it's a few different things. But yeah, paradoxically, there's nothing we need to do about thoughts like that. And even about the the yucky feelings that they come with. So that feeling that I had of fear about not having enough food, and then fear about the thought itself. And the yeah, just the the visceral feelings that I had within me about that. Um, none of that means, first of all, none of that means anything about you or about your unwanted habit or about your mental health at all. It's not, having a thought like that is not a problem. And it can be a little bit difficult to get our heads around something like that because it feels like a problem in the moment. It feels like, you know, that that's something we shouldn't be thinking about. And if we didn't, that things would be better. But when we examine and explore the nature of thought itself, what we see is that it's fluid and it's moving all the time. And, you know, there are a number of metaphors that we use to look at this. Uh, you know, thought is like the weather in the sky, always changing, always moving. Um, 
we and we don't need to manage it at all you know the same way we don't manage the weather or we could look at it like thought is a river always moving always changing sometimes turbulent sometimes quiet and when we see that that it is in thought and thinking's very nature to just keep moving keep flowing through us when we look in that direction of understanding what thought is, that's the thing that, um, surprisingly, resolves any intrusive thoughts that we're having about anything, but also about food. Because when we see the nature of what, what is really happening within us, when we when we see that insightfully, when we try to understand it with our logical minds, which is fine, you know, that's the first step. And then we'll often see things more deeply, more insightfully as we continue to explore. Then when the thought occurs to us, it doesn't have any real impact. And somehow, and I can't describe why, but that is what dissolves those kinds of thoughts is is understanding looking upstream as i've talked about in the past understanding the nature of thought as a whole is the thing that will resolve what we would label as intrusive thoughts and if and when they do happen to come up again uh, in the future you know maybe months or years after they've seemed to have resolved themselves that's okay too. We, when we understand the nature of thought, and if these thoughts come back to us, it's, we have so much less um, attachment to them and worry about them and concern about why they're showing up. We understand that like a stick floating down the river, they're just there momentarily, and they will move on. And uh, there's nothing that we need to do about it. And as I said a little bit earlier, it's not the fact that this thought is showing up is not a reflection of our mental health or anything that's broken about us. It's simply a reflection of the way that thought works. So just like if there's a thunderstorm that moves through, you wouldn't consider that to be a reflection of your brokenness or your um, fault in any way. It's just a thunderstorm. It's moving through. It's happening in this moment. And then it will move on. And the next bit of weather will show up. So the short answer to the question, what can we do about intrusive thoughts is absolutely nothing. And the longer answer is that Exploring the nature of how thought moves is what helps us to understand what's happening when we have that kind of an intrusive thought. And that insight and understanding is what helps those kinds of thoughts to resolve. So I've used a specific example from my life, but of course, that's not, that's not the only thought that's going to occur to us about food. And you may have your own specific ones. I'm, you know, perhaps you do. 
and they could have to do with the cravings that you experience or anything like that. So in your life, you know, and in your experience of food, um, those thoughts are going to be different, but their nature is exactly the same. So that's the thing that's common, uh, that's, that's identical really between you and me is the, the nature of the energy of thought that is moving through us. So I hope that's been helpful for you and that you are doing well. And I will leave you there for now and talk to you again next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found the show helpful and uplifting. You'll find all the backlist episodes and show notes at unbrokenpodcast.com. To learn more about how to resolve an overeating habit in a way that's unlike anything else you've tried, go to freedomfromovereating.com. Use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. See you next time.